Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. I am your host, Vaughn Wilson, and today we have no guests. It's been a wee while since I have done an episode by myself. Uh, the past few weeks have been trying to get on as many people as I can. Uh, the scheduled date I record these podcasts on, or the day, is usually on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and I'll drop these on a Thursday. Um, and it just so happened that this week that the guests I had on, or booked in, had to reschedule. Um, I'm not going to say who it was, because um, I think it'll be a really, really good episode, um, and I would rather you guys were just surprised by that when the episode does come around. So what I thought I would do is come on, give you a little bit of an update of, sort of how things are with myself, the team, business, um, and then just chat a little bit about um, just a topic that I think is very common in today's bodybuilding industry, especially with the clients that we'll work with, and that is just dealing with uh, gaining weight whilst we are in uh, a bulk phase or a push phase, however you want to call it. I don't tend to use the term the term bulk um, at the start of someone's journey, especially if they're perhaps a female and they're 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 not used to. Uh, gaining weight because the the term bulk freaks them out. So sometimes as a bit of a psychological tool, I'll call it a just a, a muscle gaining phase. Um, but I'll get into that uh, later on in the episode. So business itself, we are now uh, f- 14, 15 weeks in uh, with the gyms being shut. It's uh, If you were to tell me uh, in January that this was going to happen, I would certainly have not have, not have believed you. Um, and I guess that the, the business and the brand was growing uh, quite considerably, and it still is. Um, it still is absolutely, but it was growing at such a rapid rate, and then um, for the gyms to shut, it was a little bit of a of a roadblock, as you say, and we just had to find a way to work around it. Uh, naturally, like many other businesses, um, like especially online coaching or whatnot, um, we had a lot of clients tail off, um, but for the most part, um, things are things are going well. I have to say that. You know, originally Clara had come on board in March with, you know, zero clients and her target for the end of this month will be up to 20. And I'm fairly certain, fairly confident we can get her to that with um, the gyms being closed uh, should only sort of show you the, val- the, the, the the huge value that she brings to the table um, for any of the clients that she works with. But but also the, the brand itself, I think me and Ali will be the first to admit that we are not the most blessed when it comes to gra- when it comes to grammar, and um, there's a lot of uh, spell mistakes usually in my posts. That if my if my fiance doesn't pick up on it, then um, Clara certainly does. But um, she will edit all of our our articles, um, which you know you always stick to your strengths, right? When you're part of a team, um, you will always stick to your guns and and, and what you're good at. Um, and and Clara is a lot more blessed. Um, than I am, um, I think I can speak for Ali as well in that department. So, she's uh, she's done phenomenally well, but Ali himself has also done incredible. Um, how like his work rate at the start? I mean, his work rate is always high, but his work rate at the start of lockdown, um, the amount of videos and tutorials that he done in a short period of time was unbelievable. I think that in the month of April when this had all happened. When I looked at the YouTube sort of exercise tutorial playlist, we had done almost two videos a day for specifically home exercise tutorials. And yeah, you know, credit to them where it's due. Um, they've been an absolute um, credit to the VW Physique brand themselves and themselves 
and, and, and their own personal brand. And I know that when the gyms open, those guys are just going to explode, and I'll it'll be I'll be very grateful to be to be part of that. Uh, one thing we've we've kind of got going on uh, behind the scenes is we are forming a, a sort of eight week program. We done a twelve week program at the start of the year, <laughs> and that official launch date was supposed to be the, the week after lockdown happened. So that's been postponed. Some some people have went ahead and they're almost finished and they've been training from home. Um, others are waiting for the gyms to open, quite rightly so. But what we are probably going to do is launch an eight-week um, eight week elite physique program. Um, if you're listening to this episode, it'll be the first that you will hear about it. Um, that will be coming uh, at some point when the gyms do open. But there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that need to get done first. Uh, and that's a lot of what I've been working on uh, is stuff to do with the website, how the website needs to look, how it needs to guide, um, how it needs to guide you when you land on it, all the stuff that, you know, I think that if you're a coach listening, um, you'll probably hate that stuff just as much as I do, and all you'll want to do is just coach, because that's what you absolutely fucking love, and believe me, I'm exactly the same, so the minute that um, I hired a business coach, a lot of you know I've worked with Mark Coles, um, and we started speaking about MailChimp and automation and lead magnets and uh, potentially Facebook ads and this and the next thing. Hey, man, <laughs> it's, it, it is at times stressful, um, but I'm slowly getting better at it. And that's what it's all about, right? I think if you if you look back at the start of your career and if I look back at the start of my coaching career, um, my sort of kind of quote-unquote level of knowledge was fairly poor. I was reminded of that when a client of mine, Indra, I'm sure you're listening, um, reminded me of the kettlebell master and, and fat burning days and how I'd walk about speaking of starvation mode and you know that was four or five years ago when I probably weighed I don't even even know if I weighed ninety kilos at the time. Um, we did uh, something called Beach Body Boot Camp, right? I couldn't have prepped anyone then, but over time you learn these things and I think if you can't look back and laugh, then you're not moving forward. And I know that one day I'll look back on you know this time period that's been a little bit stressful. Um, in regards to like editing videos and, and you know when you're when you're an online coach when you put your business online and um, you do tend to to run into so many barriers especially if you're not like for example I, I've got someone that designs my website and controls that and, and I'll just um, I'll, I'll say to him exactly what I, what I would like and plan it all out in a word document and he sort of sets it all up but um, these things just take time so I think that personally I took my, my foot off the gas a little bit in regards to, to pushing my client base back up and kind of focused on that and and I think that we have like part of part of like us as a team have sort of all leveled up what we do um, and I think that any coach in this time period to be successful has had to do that so for us we've placed a huge emphasis on um, tempo during lifts something that we in all honesty didn't do before um, we we would program in um, but we would sorry we wouldn't program in tempo uh, whereas now there's tempo in every single program that is sent out we have leveled up the um, the feedback system we give to our clients and that that takes a bit more time but I think it's of huge more value and it's way more personal so if you follow me on Instagram or Clara and Ali you'll know that um or you know, when we transitioned, you maybe see the little video of us in the bottom right hand of the screen uh, talking through clients' check-ins. And those videos are, are usually about five minutes long. That'll denote sort of um, the week past, what we perhaps need to change moving forward, and any issues that have been erased from that week ahead. So that's been, that's been quite cool to do. Um, I've split my check-in days, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and um, 
trying to be a bit more productive with the admin side of things on the Tuesday and the Thursday. So I think that you know we all are hoping and waiting and praying for the gyms to open soon. And you know there's some coaches down south that I knew that I used to actually coach that completely lost all their business. Um, and I really do wish them well. Um, some of them are now picking up with being able to PT outdoors, but um, some are still struggling. So for those that perhaps that did happen to, um, I do just extend my sort of deepest sympathies for that. But if you want, like, you know that it's not long coming here till the gym's open and it won't be very long until um, we look back on this time period and remember how crazy it was. Um, so that is an update on the business side of things. I've realised that I've I've talked for about sort of almost eight and a half, nine minutes and um if you're listening, you're probably not used to me talking quite as much because it'll be the guest talking. I used, I was doing like one episode of me and one episode of guests and whatnot, but I just felt that there were so there were so many people that I wanted to discuss and speak to and just help provide value to you guys that um, I thought, fuck, I'm just going to stop doing as many episodes just me um, unless there is a demand for it, and uh, I don't think there there overly is. But what I would say, and one thing I wanted to just discuss. I'm going to say briefly, this episode will not be near as long as the episodes that I do with uh, the guests, but um, it's just about weight gain in a bulking, massing period, whatever you want to call it, Um, but mostly from a coaching perspective, how you would help your clients or your athletes um, kind of deal with that from a psychological perspective. Um, I'm no I'm no psychologist by any means and, and everything that I'll say just take as um, hypothetical and a pinch of salt um, but I think that what I've got is just experience on working with hundreds of men and women over the years and you start to notice trends in sort of people's behaviour patterns and their thought processes and, and whatnot. So in the job that we do people will often come to us because they want to they want to improve their body for many over the years they might have uh, been overweight or have had a little bit more body fat than they would have liked um to over the over the years and what they've perhaps done is they have labeled a certain weight with okay if i go to that weight or i go above that weight i am fat that that's what they will often think in their head and this is the same for for guys and girls because for as much as there is quite a an unnecessary stigma for women to be year old, uh, lean all year round sorry um, I've noticed it with guys as well that perhaps been a little bit overweight in their younger years that they will too um, have a little bit of um, an issue pushing up to a certain weight and the reason I say this is as a coach what I often say is you know client will come on board maybe we have to have a bit of a recomp make an improvement uh, have a little bit of an improvement period and I will denote in the in their plan you know, where we will be by what month. And it might get to uh, time to push back up and I've changed the plan over and I say, right, look, look, listen, in the in the next sort of 20, 26 weeks, we're going to put on, let's say, six to eight kilos. And I'll, I'll put where total body weight will be. And then the response I'll get will be, Vaughn, I've not weighed that since I was, you know, since I was a kid or since I was um, a teenager and I was overweight and blah, blah, blah. And all that tends to happen is they perhaps start to panic I think that it's at that point as a coach, you have to, you know, depending on how they feel, you've got to sit them down or, you know, in your voice note or in your um, video response, whatever it is, and you have to explain why the number on the scales doesn't define them and we must, must, must put our focus upon somewhere else. And I often relate myself to clients as an example of saying that, listen, 
you know, pushing up weight to the, the extremities that I do, it's not, the, the process is fun, I fucking love it, I love getting strong and whatnot, but how your body feels, it's not fun, you know, getting a, a lower back pump, walking up a, up a, a, a shallow bray, and for those of you who don't know what a bray is, it's a Scottish word for a very small incline, small hill, um, that's not fun, but what I often just say is I say, right, over the next, say, 20, 26 weeks, we are going to get brutally fucking strong. And we're going to be remembered as the guy or girl that lifted a shit ton of weight. But when they did, it's like they were moving in slow motion. And I'll say the work that you'll do over the next 20, 26 weeks, how like your willingness to, to, be un- to get comfortable being uncomfortable will show the next time you diet down. And then they get buzzing. Then they get like, oh yeah, brilliant, like, let's fucking do it, let's go, let's go, let's go. And the first month goes by, and we're all good. And th- I'm going to give you one example here, I'll give you another one here soon. And then it gets to it gets to the second month, and, you know, if we're perhaps using a female as an example, we're about seven weeks in, and they start to say, they, you know, that they're feeling fluffy, and they're feeling a bit uncomfortable and whatnot. What I'm a huge fan of doing is always comparing back to the start. So especially during these time periods, I'll often get uh, get the very first photo that a client sent me up. And if you're one of my clients and you listen to this, you know I'll do this often and I've probably done it in your check-in. Um, or if I haven't, I'll, <laughs> I'll be doing it pretty soon. So what I'll tend to do is I'll get the photo up and I'll say, right, okay, here, here's the first photos that you, you sent me. Um, on the left here, you know, you were, say, 64 kilos. And I'll say, and and now, on the right, you now weigh 63, and look at the fucking difference in you. I say, if body weight like, wasn't a, a numerical value, but we knew that, that something was heavy or lighter or whatnot, what, looking at those two photos, what would you say? And they often say, well, shit, the one at the start, um, I would have said that they, they look a little bit, um, like a lot heavier, and I'll say, well, well, exactly. And at times that can be the same. That can be if the weight looks exactly the same. And I'll say, it's not about the the gravitational, like a numerical value of the gravitational pull of the Earth. Okay, if we if we're if our main aim is to bring up our glutes, okay, how are the glutes looking? Are they sitting a bit peachier? Are they are they feeling a bit bigger? And if the answer is yeah, then why are we bothered about that? Now, a little tip of mine that I would give you and this comes from um, two clients and again I'm going to use Clara and Indra as an example so they are both um, competitors, female competitors one is a is a bikini girl who's a pro in UKUP and the other competes in tone figure in the natural federations the w, um, BNBF and UKDFBA that was always a tongue twister I can never get that years ago now, what they've done, and I thought this was genius, is they have a bulking wardrobe and they have a dieting wardrobe. Now, isn't that fucking amazing? Because what that'll do is just instantly, the minute they know that they're they're reaching uh, a sort of, maybe, let's say they're, they're, they're seven kilos above stage weight, the minute they're, they start getting to that point, boom. Balkan wardrobe's open because then there's not that negative talk of trying to put on the clothes that they would wear if they were perhaps just staying at a you know a point where they weren't gaining or, or dieting all year round. 
they're not trying to squeeze into it and be like, oh, that's a bit tight, or oh, I'm needing to loosen that, or whatnot. They instantly put some clothes on that just feel like they fit very, very well. Now, you can just imagine, if you are a female out there, the benefits that that would have to you. I mean, the the total disadvantage is, I'm really, really sorry, you're going to have to go out and and buy a new, <laughs> buy a new wardrobe. Um, but keeping it simple would be the easiest thing to do. And, you know, when do you often wear baggy clothes and lots of layers? In the winter. When do you often wear, like, little shorts or um, crop tops or whatnot, it's usually in the summer. So if let's say, for example, you weren't doing bodybuilding, uh, sorry, you weren't doing bodybuilding shows, you weren't um, doing it for a specific like photo shoot or whatnot, could you not then be strategic in the fact that you would perhaps gain, uh, have a gaining phase over the sort of late autumn, winter, early spring periods, and then you would do a, a, a short recomp, maybe for your summer holiday, in the sort of late spring, summertime. That's that's a way around it. But the problem is, at times, how you, how often society will dictate how you should look, and that's the thing, fuck what anyone else thinks, but how society thinks you should look will not coincide with, you know, when your show is, or when you're wanting to do your photo shoot. So this is where you really need to not give a fuck about what anyone else says. And... If you have just done, a, let's say for example you've dieted for the first time and it's a photo shoot or it's a really aggressive recomp or a show, what you often get is, and I've had this before, I've got this one client um, right now who she'd done really, really well and she was about three or four weeks out from her photo shoot and COVID happened and we had to cancel it and, and whatnot and she was gutted. But then she went into a gaining phase and the plan was we're just going to slightly increase, bump, bump things up, hold her, and then bring her back down. But she actually was enjoying how she looked in the guinea fish. She went, Vaughn, I want to do, you know, could we do this properly? And I said, yeah. And then what happened after that is we're now 12 weeks into that gaining phase. And it's where, like, other people are starting to say, oh, so you're not dieting anymore, so does that mean you're eating more? When all she's doing is just following instructions from myself, whereas I'm giving her like a large amount of carbohydrates around the workout parameters. So other people are seeing her eat massive bowls of Cocoa Pops or um, crumpets and jam or, or whatever it is. Now, to coincide with that, she's obviously not as lean as she was back 12 weeks ago. In fact, I think that we are up maybe, uh, I think it's four kilos, maybe five kilos. So naturally, she, she looks a little bit softer, but still looks unreal. But then the comments will, will kind of come in of, oh, but you, you look a bit bigger now. And w- when she said this, I was like, fuck that. Fuck what anyone else thinks. And this is where, like, if you are going to strategically put on weight and, you, you know, you're, gonna, you're, like, you're doing everything that your coach says and you're, you're eating more and, you know, you feel uncomfortable and you've checked in and next thing you know, your coach has put your food up, you have to not give one single fuck what anyone else thinks of how you look and if anyone else does comment just say thank you for your opinion but didn't ask for it or have a really witty comeback right so all you must do is you must block the absolute shite out of your life 
that are bringing any sort of negativity in how you look. Now, unfortunately, um, what you, what this might happen is it it might come from really close friends or really really close, like you know, it might come from family members, and. If it does come from family members, which I've had clients in the past that it has, um, who the family members have not been that supportive of bodybuilding, here's what I suggest you do. I suggest that you have that you have a sit down chat. You say, "Hey, you know, mum or dad or brother or sister, whoever it is, you know, can have a, can have a chat. Something something's really really bothering me." And I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll say, "Absolutely, yeah, no problem. Like, let's let's sit down, let's chat, and and just explain how you've been feeling about those comments or how it makes you feel." when you do get those comments and that although you know that they perhaps don't agree with what you're doing, that you ask them to be supportive because you're supportive in everything that they do. Um, and just be really genuine really, really from the heart because, you know, you shouldn't need to, to go through that through a choice of, you know, you're going to the gym or <laughs> right now you're going in your back garden um, you're eating a little bit more, you know, strategically putting on weight it's all right to put on weight, you know. I just wrote. I just wrote an article. Um, when when this episode goes out, the article would have went live yesterday on the website about increasing muscle mass over time, and and the three things that got to go up, the weight on the bar is one of them. However, the food on your plate is the second, and the number on the scales is the third. Without those three things, I'm really sorry to tell you, just, you aren't gaining muscle tissue. Oh, but Vaughn, I'm still getting stronger. Yeah, what about neuromuscular adaptation? All right, innervating, innervating muscle cells with more nerve endings if you're doing sort of repetitions between five or below. That's how like Olympic athletes or powerlifters are able to stay at the same weight class but continue to get stronger. But if we're speaking about muscle mass in general, we know there's a sweet spot between, say, six to 12 reps but we've got to throw in some metabolic work some high rep stuff so when it comes down to it getting strong within those rep ranges absolutely you need what you need to gain muscle mass but the things that people often overlook and the things that people often overlook is they will not eat when they don't feel hungry they will forget to weigh themselves because whether they don't like the, the number on the scales or they just it doesn't mean anything to them and that's where that's what like where I fall down is that at times I couldn't I don't really give a shit about the, the number on the scale so I forget to weigh myself so I often like this morning I'm halfway through cooking breakfast and I was like oh Rona shit I need to go I need to go and uh, weigh myself and I guess this this brings me to my second example that I said I would give about 10 minutes ago and I'm just getting to it now but we've talked about females in gaining weight and how we perhaps deal with those sort of uh, psychological considerations or just, just methods and ways that we can sort of just um, de- detract what anyone else is saying and focus on us. But the same will hold true for the guys. So girls and guys, I mean, what you must do is put all your focus and energy into just what your body can do. So every week with like clients that are in the gaming phase, I'm asking them, how's your logbook? How's your logbook? How's your logbook? This our clients send us videos every single week on for us to not only help improve exercise execution but also for us just to check training intensity and there's times I'm often like you're not trained hard enough you're not trained hard enough and what that does it just levels everybody up so when we have this scenario where we shift our attentions to performance there's a shift in mindset so I, what I often say to clients I say right what I want you to do is sit down 
look at your program, look at every lift that you're doing and the number that you're doing right now on every single lift. And I'll say, I want you to tell me or be realistic of where that number will be in the next four, five, six months. And a lot of people can't really comprehend this. And I'm like, tell me where it'll be. And I'll obviously give my advice if it's something that's quite unreasonable. But for the most part, people underestimate what they can do. But that's just, that's natural. People will often underestimate what they can do in a long period of time and often overestimate what they can do in a short, short period of time. I think that's just human nature. But shift it to, to performance-based rather than focusing on their physique. As a coach, when you're going through the feedback, everything needs to be positive, right? You always, 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 always reassuring, reassuring. It's okay. We're 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 good. We're good. We're good. We're exactly where we need to be. Um, I've got one one or two clients that we have the same conversations every single week, or I, I say the same stuff in the video, and that's absolutely fine. Sometimes, as a coach, you just have to give your client reassurance that it's okay that they're gaining weight and it's all right. And I use this example a lot, specifically when we are dealing with bikini competitors or, you know, say photo shoot athletes or whatever. You must, must, must always reassure that it's okay and everything's fine because often as a coach, they are going to take your word as absolute gospel and you've got to have a certain level of care, especially for someone's, for someone's mindset. Now, the example I was getting to would be, guys, there will come a point, and I had three my male clients say it this week, that they couldn't believe they'd eventually got to a point where they were sick of food. They thought it was a myth. And they always will, especially if we're assisted bodybuilders, and we're trying to push the extremes, and you're trying to go up to a weight that you've never been at before. What I think that you just need to understand is that there's always an adjustment, I call it an adjustment period, where your body is trying to really catch up to to the weight that you're trying to get up to. So everything becomes so much harder. Just walking up a steep bray, changing the weight plates on the hack, hack squat machine, walking up and down the stairs. Like everything, like there's so much more demand for energy expenditure when you do all that that at the same time you're trying to grow tissue but there often comes a point where you've been smashing like let's say seven eight almost 900 grams of carbs every day it it sounds great honestly you, you'll be listening to this and you'll be like that what are you talking about Vaughn that sounds amazing trust me if you're going through it it's absolutely fucking not it's really really shite there comes a point where you just don't want to get food in and go back to that scenario is if you have an inability to get food in, it will it will impact your progress and your ability to add muscle mass. Even if you are assisted, sometimes to support new levels of muscularity, food has to increase. But there comes a point where if appetite goes in the ditches so much, just like mine's did, the only salvageable thing to do is to back off, to pull down to reset hunger, reset satiety signaling, and then look to push back up. By satiety signaling, I just mean your like signal that tells you if you're full or not. I got to the point where I just was angry every time I was eating because I was so full and I was needing to like loosen my shorts or pull them down to like have a little bit of somewhat comfort in my lower abdominals because they were just so distended because of the amount of volume when it comes to food. 
So sometimes, guys, having about a four-week four week recomp and pushing back up would be the solution. And I guarantee, absolute guarantee, I think I'm running a little bit longer this time, to be fair, I think I'm probably going to go eight weeks. I guarantee the next time you come back to that same weight that you were at before where you were struggling to get food in, number one, you won't need as much food to get up there. And number two, your appetite will be fine. So I think, I hope that gives you a little bit of more understanding of what you, you can do as a coach when, or an athlete, um, if you are struggling with gaining weight in general, uh, from more of a mindset or psycho- psychology perspective, and um, by no means am I, but you know, our um, physique coach, bikini uh, posing coach and, and online coach Clara did an absolutely awesome webinar on um, body image, bodybuilding and disordered eating. And uh, that's available on YouTube uh, to watch for free and uh, she has real first-hand experience uh, on disordered eating herself and poor body image. Uh, and the fact that she's also a trainee psychologist was, it was really a, a pleasure to, to, to sit there and watch her deliver it and the amount of value it did bring so many people on that webinar or thereafter um, has been incredible. And that, look, guys, that's what been one of our main jobs of why we wanted to, to do the webinar, especially through this lockdown period, was how much value can we add to everyone's journey? How much support can we give them and keep you guys going throughout the lockdown? Will the webinars continue after the lockdown's over? If there is a demand for them, absolutely. The next webinar that we are doing is on the, um, it'll be a week today when this drops, so it'll be Thursday the 9th of July, and it's all about Glute Building 101, how to make your ass match your sass. Now, obviously, I don't have much sass at all, but um, I think one thing that I'm pretty good at, and the team is good at, is helping, uh, pro- or, or is programming to help bring something like the glutes up. So what we're going to do is we're going to discuss, well, number one, exactly what the glutes do, but also two, um, you know, how we program, how we'd recommend programming, cons- like program considerations, but also um, Ali will dive deep into some valuable nutritional principles that you must implement or you could use to your advantage in a gaining phase to help bring up the, the size of your glutes specifically. And then Clara's going to go into her own... Um, sort of personal experience with gaining weight and you know dealing with how that felt how you know to give you a bit of perspective um i do clara's coaching i pushed her uh from her very first show to the peak of her off season first off season it was 11 kilos and uh, then we came back down then that's when she done our sort of second third show got a pro card um, we've had a little we pushed her up again we've had a little bit of recomp and now we're pushing back up and this time when we push back up we are going to surpass where, where we were before by an absolute country mile so ladies I think that would be really valuable for you to, to tune into um, if you, you, you'll see her own progress that she's made within her glutes and her legs and really everywhere but um, you should get sort of a first hand experience of how that feels what's required what's necessary and of course if there's any advice that um, you're looking for she'd be able to give that uh, absolute freely. Just a quick one before uh, I go, I think I've spoke for long enough, is that if you are looking to, to get sort of um, some structure and routine back into back into your 
um, lifting, what you can just do is just head over to the website. That's www.vwphysique.com. Uh, we have a free program there to, to download. We have a sort of a push-pull leg split that's really well designed for, you know, like a like a male physique or classic physique athlete. Uh, and then we actually have a bikini girl slash photoshoot girl rotation on there, uh, which would be sort of lower, upper, and then full body rotation. So check that out. That's absolutely free to download. All you got to do is fill in your uh, your name, your email, um, and then you're just going to be pinged that into your inbox. So uh, I hope that you guys are well. I hope that um, you may perhaps don't have to listen to my dulcet tones again for a, a long time. But whatever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.